Hello and welcome to season four of the Behind the Scenes podcast, Soap from the Box. I hope you've had a brilliant week, whatever you've been up to. We're back with a very special episode today. I'm Lee Salisbury, television director and producer, and now podcaster. And in season four, we're not only talking to your favourite stars from EastEnders, Coronation Street, Emmerdale, Hollyoaks, Home and Away and Neighbours... We've also got some huge television and film specials, plus, and today's one of them, some extra special pop from the box music guests. Remember, to be VIP, you should be listening to the whole show on the Another Slice podcast player or app. It's free to sign up to, and there's a free episode over there right now with EastEnders star Jacqueline Josser. Head to anotherslice.com slash soap from the box. Right, for you 90s music fans, I've got a huge treat for you today. I've got the one and the only. In 1991, the one and only was the debut single by a British singer and actor which featured in the film Buddy's Song and spent five weeks at the top of the UK singles chart and reached number 10 in the US Billboard Hot 100 singles chart. What a complicated name for a chart. Success continued with more music and more TV and he's on the road again this year. He's got a podcast, he's got a new album coming out. It's a pleasure to welcome the iconic Chesney Hawks. Hi Chesney. Hello, Lee. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you, mate? <laughs> yeah, I'm actually really good at the moment. Um, uh, as you mentioned, then uh, I've got all sorts of things going on at the moment. So I'm, I'm busy. I like to be busy. So I'm, like to I'm be touring. I've got like... a new album, got a new podcast. It's just, uh, it's all going off right now. Very exciting. It's kind of exciting in <laughs> our industry that there's so many avenues now. You can kind of, we can put our creative juices to work, isn't it? <laughs> It's true. It's very true. And, and well, weirdly enough, over the last kind of 10 years or so, uh, for any kind of celebrity, it's it's very eclectic anyway. You know, so one minute you can be, uh, you know, an Olympic diver. The next minute you can be a chef, you know. Yeah, true. <laughs> or, or uh, you know, a figure skater or <laughs> whatever. I know. I had um, I had uh, Deborah Lawrence, who played Pippa in Home and Away, talking about the 90s back then. And she just did uh, MasterChef in Australia with... Gaz Beadle from Geordie Shaw. I was like, what? How random in Australia. <laughs> so you never know <laughs> what's going to happen. No, but you're, you we never know. Saying, we... You're in LA, aren't you? How long have you been in LA? I've lived here for nearly 11 years now, Lee. Yeah. Oh, wow. Amazing. Is, uh... It's uh, yeah, it's kind of this is home for me now. Yeah, although I, I spend uh, a lot of time on the road, so I, I don't get a chance to miss Blighty. I'm, I'm always back in England. You're always back and forth. Well, let's let's start. We'll talk about everything else, but we have to turn back the time and t- talk about March and April in 1991 when the one and only topped <laughs> the charts. I mean, it was a time of huge music, but I mean that song just went kind of stratospheric, didn't it? It must have been amazing at the time to kind of go, oh my god, what's happening? Yeah, it was a bit like that. Um, you know, I, I was I was so young as well. I mean, when I made uh, when I started in that film, I was like seventeen. Wow! Um, and when the one and only came out, I just turned nineteen. And uh, yeah, I went from kind of playing um, piano in pubs and things around my area uh, <laughs> to 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 two men in flat caps and a Jack Russell uh, to you know selling out arenas and things like that it was it was pretty uh, overnight and uh, and pretty crazy it was like I always kind of equate it to being like in the eye of a storm you know um, yeah 
suddenly there were like girls outside the house and we had to put gate up and, oh, and I, I didn't i never knew where i was waking up you know it was like where are we today uh oh you're in holland oh oh okay yeah <laughs> i always going? Rec- germany <laughs> i recount this story i remember s club sevens i work in telly as well and i used to work in kids tv and uh i remember they used to kind of have their heads held up by their hair to have their makeup done and they would kind of wake up and go Oh God, are we still in China? And he'd be like, "No, no, we're in London." <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It was. It was like that. I mean, I remember there was one. There was one day back in the early nineties where I, I did seven countries in one day. Seven countries. And, uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, they they used to like to work you to the bone, you know. And they I, did. I know yeah. <laughs> it's not quite as bad as it used to be uh, these days. Um, but I understand why these artists, you know, that go through this kind of um, the, the machine, I say that the pop machine that that, uh, that they go through, I understand how they kind of like, uh, you know, get, get exhausted, you know, because we really are pushed a lot. You know, I remember yeah. fainting in Japan once. So, and, and it was literally because I'd been doing interview after interview after interview and people, you know, tend to ask very similar questions and you end up having to, you end up kind of like pressing the play button on, oh, that's yes. question number 19, you know, so I'll answer that one. And I remember um, I was just, it was in a hotel and it was like, you know, one journalist after another, like coming through. And and I stood up at one point and I just, I completely lost my, I fainted, you know, it was like, I'd never fainted in my life. You know? Oh my God, It was no. just pure exhaustion, you know, so... So I, think, I, I mean, I, it's like I remember being on that on the Saturday show and Britney Spears, one baby hit me, baby one more time, obviously happened. And she went the same. It was just absolutely mad. I suppose you've been doing um, a buddy song for two years. I mean, did you have did were you surrounded by an inkling that this song was going to take off or was it a complete surprise? Well, we, you never really know what to expect. And I mean, you know, and being so young, um, I, I I had always been uh, a lover of music and and, and I'd, I'd be played, played instruments my whole life and written songs and it was all I ever wanted to do. So when I eventually got the opportunity to put my music out, uh, I guess uh, in a very kind of... Uh, big-headed way i guess or, or uh just a, a way where i thought that well, this is my destiny type of thing yeah you know? yeah yeah yeah. as a young kid you have that don't you that kind of uh un, un- and also wavering... everyone wants to be a pop star at that age you know like it's yeah. a dream come true isn't it and you think especially if you can write and you can play instruments like yeah this is my time Exactly. And, and that's kind of what I thought. And and so when it did happen, I, was, I wasn't surprised as such, but I was more surprised at the kind of craziness of it, if you know what I mean. Um, and also the other thing, Lee, is I grew up in a very rock and roll household. So my dad was in a band called the Tremolos. You know, they I were know. I've got, I was going to come to this, actually. Yeah, go on. Your dad was in the Tremolos. Your mum's a former actress, isn't she? And game game show hostess. I love that. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> your sister was the lead singer of 90s band Transistor. I actually loved it. Your bro- brother played drums for you. And now he's back in your yeah. dad's band. Is that right? Well, he still plays with me as well. Um, but yeah, in, in fact, you know, <laughs> my brother and I have actually, we are now in the tremolos. It's hilarious. I, I, cause my dad's not been very well. So. Oh, so you're um, in the tremolos as well. Amazing. Well, I've just done two tours in a row as the lead singer of the tremolos. Yeah. Fantastic. Oh, your dad <laughs> must love that though. Yeah. Well, I think he likes the fact that we kind of keep in the legacy alive and, uh, you know, keeping it in the family. So that that's nice. We'll, come, my, back my... To your, we'll come back to your growing up though, because Roger Daltrey played your dad in the film, didn't he? And did he, did he kind of cast you? Because it was his kind of project, wasn't it? Yeah, it was his project. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was definitely part of the casting process, but, um, 
really it was kind of like an open casting call where you know like an x-factor oh wow type, was uh, it? type audition wow. where there's loads of young boys and stuff like that it wasn't nothing televised or anything but it was that kind of you know lines of boys outside the casting oh, wow. <laughs> yeah and i was just lucky enough uh to be right for the for where did you go and... where did where did you where was the open audition um, it's somewhere in London, the first one. Um, like I think it was in Wimbledon, fun enough. Uh, but then, then it, it got down to me and one other guy eventually. Um, and uh, that was that audition or casting was at was at uh, at Bray Studios, where the Who were rehearsing for one of their oh, uh, final one of the, one of their final tours that that uh, <laughs> they used to do back then. And um, yeah, and I I remember performing on the stage uh, that the Who were rehearsing, and oh, Pete wow. Townsend was there, and like, and you know, so it was crazy, crazy time. That was crazy, right? We're going to come back. Let's get the song on that, that we've been talking about. It was number one for five weeks. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going, we're going to play what beat you after we play it. But let you introduce it to the nation. Your number one song. All right. Well, this is the one and only. Was the actually I'm going to ask my guest this Chesney Horse is with me do you know the number or in the chart of the best selling single that was of 1991 do you know what number it was what well, uh, the you mean um, the one and only like, yeah kind of as in the yeah. whole year what what it was in, in that the whole year oh I have no idea that, I'd be really intrigued to know actually oh, I presume well, that we... Brian Adams was probably number one yes you're right yeah everything I do, uh, I do and, for and, you and maybe uh, uh, Wet 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 was around that time as well wasn't I it I think um, they might have been a different year try to guess someone. there was a there was um, a big <laughs> what, what can I explain <laughs> with the others well let, t- let me tell you what you were you were the seventh best-selling single of 1991 I mean incredible um yeah. quite quite depressing a couple of the songs that beat you uh do the bar, the bar man yes by the <laughs> Simpsons at number five quite depressing yeah, shoop shoop song maybe the shoot yes number three that was share the shoop shoop song it's in his kiss I mean that's a tune um yeah. number one and two I mean you, you know Brian Adams and Queen Bohemian Rhapsody and Queen of course Bohemian Rhapsody so you Obviously. give it I mean, I yeah, love that... Jason Donovan. Any dream will do. Not the best song ever. That that was just a number six. That just picked you to number six. And <laughs> I mean, we kind of love this, I suppose. But I mean, they, they were at number four. I'm too sexy, right? Said Fred. Oh, oh yeah. Well, I, I mean, to... big tunes. Yeah, I, I used to um, bump into to all of those artists, uh, you I know, through, you did, yeah. through that through that year and, and and years following. I'm still friends with the Freds. Um, you know, it's uh, I, I did a tour with Brian Adams actually um, oh, in '93. Yeah, we played together um, stadium tour um, in, around Europe, and that that was really fun. Um, so yeah, I never met Bart Simpson though. I mean, maybe one day I'll get to Wait, meet. What about him. Cher? Did you meet Cher? I mean, we we were in the same room. I never got to actually, you know, say hello, she walked, shake her she hand. She walked past you, yeah. She's exactly. She's walked, she's walked past me a couple of times, and she's never looked older. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, poor, poor Cher. Through I mean, she's a legend, isn't she? So some other songs though below you. I mean, Black or White, Michael Jackson was at number thirteen. Which I mean, that's wow. amazing. Uh, what I else? Outsold Michael Jackson in ninety one. Well, outside Michael Jackson and <laughs> Salt and Pepper. Let's talk about sex. Was at fourteen. Wow. Um, wow. George Michael, don't let the sun go down on me. Fifteen. More than words. Extreme. Number sixteen. Well, t- Sit down, James, at number 20. So, I mean, well, James actually um, was number two for pretty much the whole time that I was number one. Oh, well, that shows you how much you were outselling them at number two, though, if you were. uh... 
if you were if yeah. you're right up there and then obviously the amazing the last one i mentioned because i want to be so bored listening to this uh was brilliant <laughs> and i can't find it now oh get ready for this two unlimited do you remember two unlimited they oh, i remember two unlimited. <laughs> i love yeah. two unlimited yeah chesney hawks is with me now we started talking about this you were born in windsor we'll go back to the beginning and as we yeah. said very performance-led family dad mum sister brother so what was it something that was just in your genes to kind of perform in a way, yes. Um, I, I, my my dad's friends were all like 60s superstars, like Jerry's Mar- Jerry Marsden was always around, you know, Amazing. the Searchers and the Marmalade and Herman's Hermits and all those kind of guys were always... They're great band names, dad's... aren't they, back then? They're always, there's something, you know, there's somethings. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I'd find Wayne Fontana and the Mindbenders, you know. I mean, amazing. You can't get better than that. They're around for chili tonight, Wayne. (laughs) So it was always kind of going on in your house, basically. Yeah, you know, Dad always used to throw parties and they'd have like jam sessions where they had all these guys, you know, playing. And so so I feel like it was kind of very much around us, you know. We were never going to become accountants, put it that way. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. And what was it? Was it quite a bit? bit of pressure then on you to kind of or not you know seeing your dad in such a huge band i mean and Mm. then you want to do it yourself does it make you go oh i don't want it unless it's that big yeah i I never felt the pressure you know and that's testament to my dad you know and uh, he he always said to all of us you know we whatever you want to do in life i'm i'm gonna i will support you in whatever you want to do and all of us decided we wanted to go into music so i think he was quite pleased (laughs) yeah yeah that's good (laughs) back to the career so obviously post that single what do you follow it up with i mean that's a big thing i'm a man not a boy peter number 27 which i suppose is a bit low compared to that were you was it kind of like a bit of a shock that you didn't go straight number one yeah yeah it was it's a funny time in pop world uh, um you know in early 90s like that it was a uh, it was weird uh, i you know obviously hindsight perhaps i would have ch- i would have uh, chosen a different song maybe but that's kind of the way it all happened yeah and again a little quiz for you i'm not sure whether you know so do you know what number the second single i'm not a man, i'm a man and not a boy what am i thinking of as a new song that's kind of um as a as a beyonce song isn't there with a kind of similar title a similar anyway title right uh belgium do you know what it got to in belgium in you belgium yeah you have you've done more research than anyone that has ever interviewed me if you know where that <laughs> no my second single got to in belgium, in belgium. i'm gonna, I'm gonna say, tell you it's higher i'm gonna say eight no, I mean, no, you've got a bit too high. 20, but still, that's, 20. you know, still good. Okay. It didn't It didn't go above 20. Um, uh, and in Switzerland, I kind of feel bad now because I should have said that was the best one, Belgium, 20. So Switzerland's a bit... <laughs> so my but second no, so... single in Switzerland, uh, let's yeah. say 25. Uh, oh, nearly, 28. Brilliant. And yeah. uh, Germany, again, I've gone the wrong way. So we're going down the charts at the moment. Oh, it's got to be 35 then, isn't it? Yeah, 44. That was the year that Freddie died. I actually went to to the Wembley um, Freddie Mercury tribute concert. Oh, did you? Wow. Uh, oh, the one with um, uh, one of my favourite songs in that was George Michael and Lisa Stansfield singing These Are the Days of Our Lives, which I think is yeah. the piece out of this. Oh, what, what a concert to be at. Yeah. Amazing. Oh, it was incredible. And I remember going backstage, I met Freddie's mum. Wow. <laughs> met George Michael, you know, met all these incredible people. And I just remember that moment because it was like right at my the height of my fame. And so, you know, I was very looked after backstage. And, uh, and I was going to say, you couldn't probably just stand in the audience at that point. No, I couldn't really at that point. And, uh, but, but I was always a huge Queen fan. In fact, right, sitting right beside me is a massive uh, poster of Queen. <laughs> so... 
so yeah it was that was one of one of my favorite moments of the early 90s Hello again. <laughs> so uh, loads of memories of that time. I mean, you obviously did Top of the Pops. Must You must have been done that a million times. Yeah, I think I did it about six times, something wow. like that. And then we we'd, and then we did a, a Christmas special, you know, uh, that year, 91. Um, it was Just weird. To have Top done of the that Pop- is great, isn't it? Because I think I mean, the world misses Top of the Pops. <clears throat> I agree, yeah. I mean, I grew up with Top of the Pops and, you know, that was something that I never missed on a Thursday night. You know, uh, I loved it. And I, I remember uh, when that day when we were first going to do Top of the Pops, I think it was number, uh, I think I was like, somewhere like number 17 or something like that at the time. So the record was climbing and, um, and they were like, you're going to do top of the pops this week. I was like, that's another moment where I was like, I've made it, you know, I'm on top of the pops. And I, I was really looking forward to it. And I remember being a little disappointed by the kind of, uh, you know, it looks when you watch Top of the Pops, it looks like this is yeah, massive it was crowd of tiny, people wasn't it? Having, having an amazing time and everyone's like going crazy. But the reality, it's just a bunch of kind of BBC uh, runners. And, <laughs> and, you know, they just kind of gather them together in this little crowd and uh, and just make it look like it's a big crowd. And uh, yeah, I remember being like, oh, is that it? A bit. Oh, well, well, I remember. So I went as a like a, a normal person i was going to say one of all things to say is that like a, just a uh boy yeah i went yeah. uh i don't know who i saw actually but we were really excited and then obviously i later worked at l strings i did eastenders and what was mad was uh and i did great show actually when it was still on and I, I don't know whether you ate in the bbc canteen but i remember a day when kind of i remember seeing dot cotton a load of people with blood down their face <laughs> of holby city some school kids and like madonna was in the corner it was like what <laughs> the hell is going yeah. on here I know it's it's an amazing uh, thing that I always thought that you know after Top of the Pops that you would end up at the at the BBC bar with uh, you know Michael Jackson and uh, <laughs> and Brian Adams or yeah, not you know, quite. And Freddie Mercury and uh, you know it wasn't quite like that and as you know when you actually end up doing it because when <laughs> no, you are it wasn't, when no, you're it was in just the a BBC ch- employee <laughs> that been in the audience drunk and yeah bar. exactly <laughs> and of course you don't you don't have time to stop you know that's the other thing about no, it you, like, you're you know, flying you, to Japan after that <laughs> yeah that's exactly it. I mean we're straight off to whatever else we're doing and it's like yeah, it's done because if you're in the charts and you're doing top of the pops then you, you're in demand so yeah you know you're you going round and round and, and round we're gonna, we're gonna quickly play either or we're gonna talk all about what's coming up so. You just choose either or. This is the weekly quiz with the uh, with my guest. So, Steps or S Club 7? Oh, that's a hard one, it's Lee. Tough, isn't it, actually? That's really hard. Um, I'm going to go... Oh, God. Because I know them as well. That's the other thing. So, yeah. like, I don't want them to think I'm choosing either of them. But, well, I'll um, choose whoever but... you don't. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with S Club 7 then. Okay, great. I would have gone with Steps. That's perfect. <laughs> Um, even though I love S Club 7 and they're coming back amazing they're yeah, uh, cool. going to be they're still going to be really fit as fiddles again Netflix or cinema? Um, cinema good good sprouts or cabbage? I mean these are random sprouts or cabbage? Both I'm going to go cabbage actually okay yeah have you ever had carriage cab- carriage cabbage with a bit of um, uh, this is a really rubbish story because Bovril in it and you no. try it. It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. <laughs> well, I, I love hearing about things like that. A lot of people are not very adventurous with their yeah, food. Yeah, you just stuff, put a bit I... of bobber in. It's amazing. Tell Jamie and tell him uh, he can use that. All right. Got Salty that one from Lily. <laughs> uh, Salty. 
Uh, speedos or shorts? I'm guessing from your high diving, you're a bit of a speedos man. <laughs> well, no, I think I'm going to go shorts to feel. Shorts, honest. okay. You're still not <laughs> cracking out the speedos. Kylie or Danny? Kylie. Uh, Timberlake or Bieber? Oh, I think I'm going to go Bieber, actually. Oh, I? Okay, that's interesting. Because yeah. you're kind of a little bit older than me, but, or no, we're probably the same age. But uh, most people go Timberlake, old school people, but you've gone Bieber. Yeah, I, but I I'm, I just like Bieber. I, I, li- yeah. I like his music. So so I'm not a huge Timberlake fan. I, I like no, some you of his... got, You haven't got to explain yourself, Chesney. You haven't got to justify it. <laughs> <laughs> Coffee or tea? Uh, coffee and long chestnut hair or short chestnut hair. <laughs> if I could only grow the hair like I used to, <laughs> I'm kind of in between at the moment. Actually, I've kind of like mid length. Like mid length chestnut. Yeah, hair. I'm going mid length. I was kind of really quite eclectic. I think when I was young. Have you heard of Julia Fordham? Yeah, I love Julia Fordham. Oh, I've met her a few Julia times. Fordham. She's gorgeous. I used to, oh have you I love I used to love her and all my mates were like listening to whatever and I lo- and they were like who's Julia Fordham but I think they tour together now Beverly and Julia Fordham don't they They do they do I, um in fact I was um I did the same circuit for a while because they do little uh, like acoustic venues oh, you know like wow, very okay. big, acoustic venues yeah really really nice amazing well everyone go and listen to Julia Fordham actually we'll put some Julia Fordham on at the end of the show for you right so <laughs> uh, you need to go onto your website basically to see what you're doing but you've got loads of tour dates coming up Butlins and Pontins in the UK which must be so good to do I love the butlins they're just so fun um you know you've got a captive audience for a start they're all having a good time the the stages are amazing the people in you know at, at butlins are, are great it, they're really fun fun and I'm shows. guessing the kids kind of look at their like parents or older brothers and sisters going oh like what's happened to you because I'm sure they go insane when you come on yeah but the, the thing is about the butlins uh shows is that they a lot of the places the times that I play butlins or a lot of us do the butlins it's normal like 90s 80s weekenders oh perfect no kids allowed oh no kids allowed adult and mate oh god that's raucous then yeah it's it's mental it's mental and who what other people do you normally share the stage with i mean these oh everyone's played butlins everyone's played butlins i mean you know you name an artist and they've been there you know and are you you playing any of the bigger ones this year because i've seen a couple of huge festivals that are coming up with loads of stars from the 90s and stuff yeah, yeah, I, do, I always do the uh, you know Let's Rock tours um, and uh, the Rewind. Um, I'm very well, the much Rewind part festivals. Of the yeah, they're brilliant. Yeah, yeah. amazing. And um, I also saw on your website, which I love, you can actually. I'm guessing this is by Zoom, and you don't travel to someone's lounge, but you can actually book a personal gig with you. <laughs> yes, it is via the Zoom. That one. I was yes, going to say, like yeah. A, now, big, started... like, can you come to uh, you know Scarborough, please, for half <laughs> yeah. an hour? <laughs> exactly. Well, it depends if I'm in the country, you know. Just, yeah, you never know. Yeah. People do do that, you know. They, they call them house house gigs or house shows. Yeah, my yeah, mate Tom Vaughan, yeah. who's kind of not a really, really famous bit, he does them and he said it's quite weird, like, um, because obviously yeah. some really big fans get you round. Yeah. No, it can be a little bit weird. I've done a couple of them. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's, in, it's interesting, you know. <laughs> and I love it. It says if you don't want you to sing, you'll just talk. I mean, it'd be even weirder if you have to sit and talk to them and not even play your song. Yeah. <laughs> well, that all started it, the Zoom things that, that you're talking about from my website. That started uh, through the pandemic. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I started doing these, you know, like twenty minute gigs for people, I, and they, and they would have like. It, it it depended very it was very eclectic really one would be like you know a couple on a couch and right. then another one would be like the whole family and like you know other people get a party together and put and erect a big uh, screen and then like, come brilliant. on you know 
yeah it's 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 really fun i i actually really enjoy those they're good fun and then you've also got a new album you have to come back on the radio when we when the new album comes out later in the year but how's that going so that's are you recording writing for that at the moment um that one is done um as oh, far done. as uh, it's ready oh it's ready to go it has been for a while now um and it, it my my good friend jake gosling um is the producer and co-writer of the whole album and uh he he's uh very famous for uh um discovering ed sheeran who did so he, oh, he produces oh, i mean who's that <laughs> yeah i'd never heard of him i'd yeah, never heard him rubbish. what yeah. an awful person jake is yeah yeah <laughs> so, so yeah really proud of this album and uh Fantastic. hopefully it'll be released later this year later this year so we'll look out for that and also you've got i've got my podcast save the box and pop the box you've got your podcast as well tell me about your podcast i do my podcast yeah another one that started in in lockdown and we started it as kind of like a mental health uh, uh podcast but it's it's morphed into a really fun chat show it's called uh ferguson harrington hawks and why and, uh, is it so called that just to ask. well there's three there's three of us is this oh, okay. ferguson neil, neil harrington and me and uh we it, i do live music i play live music i i actually perform live um whoever our guest is gives us their their favorite song and i perform it live and we talk about why and get deep into to why they like it or where's the emotional connection um and uh, we ask for their fav- um their quote so that they live their life by and we get deep um you know we've had tears we've had laughter i mean it's, it's, it's amazing, really fun. i love doing my podcast some of them have got really deep as well and you kind of uh it's kind of uh and it what what for my one because a lot of the actors have been friends who i interview but you, you get to hold yeah. hear about all this life that you haven't actually ever asked them about yeah, well, that's it because because the great thing about podcasts is you've got an hour really to kind yeah. of get, get get into subjects and really talk about them and and you, you know people really open up. It's 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 uh, it's a really if nice. You've had a glass of wine on Zoom as well. well I mean, it gets that's even it. More, gets even that's more it, deep. Yeah. We could be there for hours. could be there for hours. Well, listen, it's been so. Go on your website. What is your website? Do you know off by heart? Yeah, you look it up. Chesneyhawks.com. Simple as that. There we go. I mean, it could be any simple. Yeah, it's yeah. been amazing to speak to you and have you on the show, Chesney. Yeah, thanks for having me, Leo. I appreciate it. Thank you to the one and only Chesney Hawks for being my special guest on Pop from the Box today. We're back with another soap star on Soap from the Box season four, this time next week. Remember, if you want to hear unedited episodes, plus a very special episode with EastEnders star Jacqueline Josser for free, all you need to do is sign up for free over at anotherslice.com. Get yourself over to anotherslice.com slash soap from the box. I'll be back same time, same place next week. Have a brilliant week and thank you for celebrating and enjoying season four of Soap from the Box. Bye.